everybody. Welcome to episode 24 of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. I'm your host, Colton Kriska. And I'm your host, Jimmy Begley. And today we are going to be talking about something that's very, very important to the markets right now. I would insert a coronavirus joke. However, it's quite a serious topic, so it's too soon, definitely. Um, So we're talking about how the coronavirus has affected the markets. Uh, The coronavirus has kind of become a social media meme right now, but there are quite a few lives being lost to it. The first case just being made official here in the United States. Um, So we're going to talk about it today. We had the worst week since when, Jimmy? The worst week since 2008. 2008, financial crisis. And we, had the, and we had the worst month since 2009. Um, so uh, the coronavirus is wreaking havoc. So what is the coronavirus? So its official name is COVID-19, C-O-V-I-D hyphen 1-9. It was developed in Wuhan, China, although the exact origins are unclear, but the Wuhan region is where it's from. Uh, the symptoms are pneumonia, coughing, fever, and breathing difficulties, Um, and it's spread through human-to-human contact, but that's all we know of as right now. We don't know if it can be spread through the air, through the water. Um, You know, there's a lot of unknowns right now. So who has it? Well, globally, it affects 80,000 people, and so far, we have 2,663 confirmed COVID-19 deaths. Um, So where is this across the globe? 30 different countries have reported the cases here. Um, The biggest being Japan having 850, South Korea having 893, and Italy having 229. Here in the United States, it's been less less frequent. We've taken a lot of precautions. Um, The Trump administration, I guess I would say, has done a pretty good job at at least preparing for the outbreak. Um, But we have confirmed cases in Washington, Oregon, California, Arizona, Minnesota, Illinois, our great state of Illinois, and Massachusetts, with, like I said, one reported death so far. It was in Washington. It was in Washington, yeah. So um, everyone's kind of reeling right now from the effects of the coronavirus, and I would say the major reason why is the unknown, Jimmy. What would you say? Uh, yeah, I think, well, what's interesting about this is that it really doesn't have any higher mortality rate than the seasonal flu, but it has a higher transmission rate, so it's a bit more contagious than other viruses, and when you see that it becomes more contagious, medical staff, especially in like Wuhan, um, they become overworked so that they can't treat patients as well which increases the mortality rate because they can't give patients the time and health care that they need. Um, I also think that one of the big things that people are worried, a little worried is just a general disruption in their daily lives, which we'll go probably a little bit more into through the economics of it. But I think the last really big point that I think that is less economic is um, where it's situated. So you see it's in China, which we'll go even further into why that Uh, It's very population dense. People don't always have a ton of wealth there. You also see it in Japan, which is a large economic center in the world with, you know, Tokyo. We've got the Summer Olympics coming up in Tokyo this summer. Uh, South Korea, one of the the, uh, 
come sometimes considered the S in the BRICS countries, the developing markets. And then you also see Italy, which is a major tourist hub in Europe. So I just think that like this disease is just moving kind of perfectly, which is giving a really big rise to right now it's an epidemic and then possibly a pandemic, depending on, you know, it's, it's an epidemic when your neighbors have it. It's a pandemic when you have it. So, you know, we'll see where it goes from there. Yeah, we're still waiting on what the WHO, the World Health Organization, is going to rule it. I'm thinking on Monday they might make the official determination calling it a pandemic, um, but we don't know yet. So far, they've they've held back from calling it that. Um, I, th- I think a lot of that will depend on uh, the United States' response because you really still only see it in very high concentration in certain countries like South Korea, Italy, China. Um, we're starting to see it in third world countries, which is a bit scary because they don't have very good health care. But uh, we're even seeing community spread in a county out in uh, um, California. And then the first, the second case of community spread or spread in between a community or population where someone has contracted the virus who hasn't recently been out of the country or has no known close relatives that have been out of the country. And that is also the first case was reported today in Chicago. So that means we have two cases of community spread, which is a bit frightening, but uh, I think it depends on how this, you know, tomorrow goes and how the United States goes is if it ends up being called a pandemic or not. Yeah. And I mean, one thing to mention here is like you were saying, the mortality rate isn't as high. It's about 2%. The seasonal flu is only about 1%. Uh, The SARS outbreak, which happened 2002-2003, uh, the SARS outbreak was another form of coronavirus that had a 10% mortality rate. So the coronavirus is definitely not as bad as the SARS outbreak, but the contagious, the contagiousness has definitely been a factor. Um, it does seem to affect older people more like more than uh, younger, healthier individuals. All of the deaths so far have come from people who were already ill before or already had some type of pre-existing chronic injury like breathing issues or um, asthma or, or those types of conditions. So uh, it, it's better for the people that have healthier immune systems or stronger, um, stronger immune systems, better health and such. Um, so that's just one thing to mention, you know, um, as far as the mortality rate, but we're here to talk about how it's affecting the market. So like I said, we just had one of the worst weeks in the stock market in a long, long time. So Jimmy, why don't you go into why that is? Why did we see, uh, all the markets crash this week? Sure. So I think the markets first started seeing, um, this disruption in supply or the supply chain. A lot of companies have gone overseas to make their products, often just because of cheap labor. You see that a lot in China. Um, So I think you can see like manufacturers in China are closing down, and that's to stop the spread of the virus between workers. And I think that's it's even been shown today. NASA put out a photo showing how um, pollution has been down over China because of the factories being closed down. Um, Another big thing was Starbucks said that they closed up some a lot of their stores in China to stop the spread of the virus. They just recently reopened those, I think, uh, Thursday or Friday of last week. And then lastly, you see a lot of uh, companies, you know, I've already mentioned that the that they make their product, but they import their products over here. So you see, like, Apple makes the iPhone in China. 
NVIDIA imports semiconductors into their for their computer chips over in China, and they import them over here. Tesla's new Gigafactory is facing shutdown, um, so they're not going to be able to uh, deliver on their cars to people who are ordering them in China. And so you see that a lot of these companies actually in their last earnings report mentioned all this. So they did say that they, they see lower sales forecasted or just the co country overall will have a lower GDP. Um, so you've seen a lot of this being predicted. So we'll see how this actually translate will it mean, um, you know, we'll just see a pent up supply or will this transform into lower revenues, lower profits, and then for lower stock price. Um, however, there is another side to this. There's the demand side, as there always is on the supply-demand curve. So, Colton, why don't you talk about the demand curve? Yeah, so the demand on the demand side, well, when we're talking about the supply, at first companies were thinking it was just going to be a supply chain disruption, a disruption being short-term, uh, just slight delays, you know, consumers having to wait a little extra longer. But now that supply chain disruption is looking like it's going to be a more long-term disruption in which it actually is going to affect demand. So there's going to be less demand for travel, less demand for hotel use, uh, less demand for cruises and airfare. Think about it like this. If you want to buy an iPhone, all right, what are you going to do if you can't buy an iPhone? You're going to wait. If you have your plan, if you have your cruise your 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 middle eastern cruise or whatever you want to you want to do if you want to have a cruise are you going to reschedule that cruise chances are you're probably not going to reschedule that cruise if you get delayed or can't go on it so there's unlike apple who will still have that demand there is going to be a lot of things where they're not they're going to lose revenue because of that lack of demand um, there's going to be an increased demand, however, for va uh, vaccines, medication, uh, masks, gloves, medical supplies. And so there are stocks like biotech stocks or the companies that make masks and medical gloves like 3M. Me and Jimmy were talking about 3M. 3M does everything. I'm sure you guys have seen 3M command hooks, uh, 3M industrial tape, but they also make a lot of those masks and gloves and medical supplies that are just flying off the shelves worldwide. So there are some companies that are benefiting from this. Some other companies that we were talking about, Netflix, obviously you're not going out to the movie theaters, you're not going out uh, on date nights. Uh, in theory, you're going to stay home and watch Netflix. You're going to stay home and watch Hulu. Um, other ride-sharing companies, Uber, Lyft, they're going to take a hit because people don't want to get into an Uber that may have had someone with the coronavirus in it. Um, another big stock that's been up is Zoom. Zoom is an online, uh, an internet face-to-face, -face, like a, I guess you could conference call calls. it like an conference calls, an off-brand Skype, a yeah. new a competitor to Skype, not even off-brand. Um, a lot of a lot of people like use it to contact relatives in different countries. I know a lot of the students at my university who are from India use Zoom to call back to their relatives in India. Um, and so, while there is going to be more demand for for services like that, services where you're going to lose out on them are going to suffer from a big demand drop. Um, in some other weird markets that are getting affected, 
uh, 38% of Americans won't drink Corona beer because of the coronavirus. Jimmy, can you expand upon that? Sure. I think this has to go back to, um, you know, you see that certain Americans think that chocolate milk comes from brown cows. I think that there's just a general lack of knowledge or maybe um, people just don't like drinking beer as much. Uh, you see Constellation Brands, which owns the Corona beer, um, took a really big hit with their earn- last earnings report. Sales were way down. Um, they they did cite coronavirus. However, more importantly, what they cited was um, you know all the white claws and hard seltzers that are out in the market that are just basically taking up market share. Yeah, the issue was that, that they were trying to release their new Corona seltzer, and their whole campaign for that was like Corona Seltzer is coming, coming ashore. It's in, in, it's invading your shores. And now the coronavirus is now a fear of invading your shores. So it's one of those things where like the poor marketing staff for the Corona team just, just made the big mistake. You, you take, you take months planning out, how are we going to drop the marketing campaign for this new product and then the coronavirus comes around and screws that up. And it's too soon to make jokes about it because people are dying. So you can't play it off. You can't play off the coronavirus because that would be very insensitive. And um, so, yeah, but that study, 38% of Americans, I mean, that just, I that's kind of a really weird statistic. I mean, it kind of makes alcohol drinkers seem very stupid, but I maybe that's just my opinion, but... I don't know. It's just a weird statistic, and it shows that there are really, really big ripple effects that are hitting a lot of different companies right now with the coronavirus. And I think a part of it, um, you see some companies who cite coronavirus, uh, which is kind of interesting to me. Uh, even 3M cited coronavirus might hurt reports in their le- their bottom line in their last uh, re- their last earnings report, which kind of shocked me because I was like, wouldn't that just help them? But they they do manufacture over in China, so that could hurt them, and they are having issues keeping up with the demand for their masks. Um, I don't think that's going to hurt the bottom line. I think they just cite them so that people think that they will have a poor earnings report and ends up coming out. They do really well, and then their stock price increases. Apple used to be the king of that. They used to you know give a really low estimate for how many how much revenue they did. They ended up way overdoing that, and then their stock price would increase you know, tenfold the average, uh, the average earnings report. Eventually people caught on to that and they weren't, they, they could have done that. They just, people, it was priced into their earnings report. Um, so earnings reports a big thing, but I think also you see like certain companies, like maybe a GM or something might cite coronavirus. And I understand if maybe you're shipping in parts from overseas, but if you have a car that breaks down, you're probably not going to wait to go ahead and get a new one you're going to go ahead and buy a new car because you still have to get to work, especially here in the United States. So I don't think certain countries' bottom lines will be hit. And so that's, you know, kind of confusing to me, but I guess, you know, any, any way to uh, sell yourself short in case, in case something bad does happen. Um, but, you know, we'll see where this all leads. We'll see where the coronavirus you know goes. You also see other things like um, political unrest. You see, you know, people... Blame Bernie Sanders doing really well in the Democratic primary 
as companies are worried that a socialist president will come over. I don't think that's true. Um, but, you know, people have cited weirder things. So we'll see really what's going on here and how long this virus lasts. Well, yeah, and I definitely say I want to go back to that time length thing because a lot of companies in their quarter one earnings, um, again, just a refresher, the market world works on four quarters. So January, February, March, uh, April, May, June, so on and so forth. Um, the quarter one company earnings, most companies did mention coronavirus affecting their quarter one earnings. Not a quarter, lot of companies quarter, have quarter four, four through December. Four, and if you, yeah. yeah, and that's a good point because if you look, coronavirus didn't start till more recently. So Colton, would that really have an effect on previous quarter four earnings if it really hasn't become a problem till now, in your opinion? Well, there are some companies where their fiscal year ends in January or their fiscal year ends in February. So there has been some. some People have been citing it since since December. So that's what I think. But my point is, is that they've been pricing it in short term. This is going to turn out to be something where we might still be hearing about coronavirus all the way into quarter three or quarter four of 2020, in which a lot of these companies haven't priced that in yet. So there's a lot of unknowns where what are these companies going to do in the long term um, compared to the short term where they're like, oh, okay, our quarter one, quarter two sales might be down. What are they going to do when it comes to quarter three when we're still hearing about it in in August, September, um, and maybe potentially all the way through December? And And then another thing off of the political spectrum, if this throws, I mean, we think the market's gonna rebound here. However, uh, you know what's what's the political scene gonna look like if we are in the middle of a recession, and Democrats use that as a way to to pin it on Trump? You know, I mean that could that could be something that looks bad on Trump, and it's gonna be interesting how that shakes out, especially again if it leads into quarter four, right around the time that the elections are going on. So a lot of uncertainty, I think, is what a lot of gray area, a lot of uncertainty with the coronavirus is causing the markets to be very volatile. We saw the VIX, uh, the volatility index is called the VIX, the volatility index, um, all the way almost up to 50. I would say it bounces between 5 to 15 normally. Um, we saw it all the way up to 50 um, during Yeah, it's been week. crazy. So I, it's I, been I, crazy. I think that's interesting too that if uh, you know we are led through this without any big major disruptions, uh, economy ends up recovering. I do think that you could see that Trump uses that as a campaign platform. Um, I think also that um, if you you know like you said with the uh, earnings report into quarter three into quarter four, it'll be interesting to see how long this lasts. Um, I really hope it doesn't last too long because then, you know, I don't want to see a recession yet. I don't see the economic indicators. You see that the Fed has mentioned that they will closely monitor this to see if they need to cut rates. Tax cuts have also been mentioned by the Trump administration if needed to spur on the economy. I don't know how much that'll help because I don't know, you know, lowering my interest rate on my credit card or my mortgage is going to help me want to come out and spend and, you know, possibly risk my health to go and spend more. Yeah, exactly. You know, cutting interest rates isn't going to stop the virus. And so it's like, yeah, so there's, you know, there's only so much the Fed can do for this. But in the long term, 
you've got a lot of stocks that are 15 discounted. to 20% off. They're really discounted right now. I mean, you can buy Apple for 18% off right now of its market price. Um, so, you know, for potential investors out here, definitely do your research, but maybe look into purchasing your first stock right now as the coronavirus causes stocks to go lower. So this concludes this episode of the Colton and Jimmy podcast. We hope all of you stay safe from the coronavirus out there, and we thank you for listening. You can find us on Instagram at Colton and Jimmy Podcasting and Facebook at Colton and Jimmy Podcast. Message us with any suggestions for what you want to hear on the show, and go listen to our previous episodes if you haven't listened to them already. Legal disclaimer, all content included in this podcast and on our social media accounts is information of a general nature and does not constitute professional and or financial advice, nor does any information on the podcast constitute a comprehensive or complete statement of the matters discussed or the law relating thereto. As a viewer, we advise you should conduct your own due diligence by consulting a financial advisor before making any final decisions.